It's the SWP presented by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your passion for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be more than happy to bring a vehicle to your home or your place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Welcome once again to the SWP as we round out another podcast week. Thank you so much for being with us. We hope you enjoy the show and have enjoyed the week. Because our show is all about Ottawa sports and whatever, and we cram in a bunch of uh, shows each and every weekday. We do a show. It is Steve Warren. It is Jim Jerome schmoozing it up once again. Lots to get to today. James, how are you? Well, Stevie, I'm wondering. Uh, I'm good, man. How are you? Hungry for some levity today. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what are you going to go out as on Halloween, Stevie? Not. You going to dress up? No. You? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I might go trick-or-treating. Um, oh, that's not creepy at all. I've got to get over the, uh, the the Halloween outfits. I've never have gotten over. You've heard what my mother did to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sending me out on Halloween. As a brownie, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I wonder if they got to change that name these days, Stevie. Yeah. So, and you know, girl guides and brownies. You know, they, they were, you know, and my sister was a brownie, and uh, so my mom thought it'd be a fantastic idea, Steve, to dress up with leotards, a skirt, and a little tam or whatever. Right. Thanks for that, mom. Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. I think we're at a stage now where I'm not supposed to mock that as yeah, much as yeah, I'd like to. I, exactly. Uh, anyway, so I might I might regroup with a solid solid outfit this year. I might go door to door, and. Uh, but you I don't know. have you don't have any little kids with you. You look like a creeper. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you're only allowed to uh, dress up if you're off to some adult party. And let's no. be honest. Because obviously on the ladies' side, it seems like every year the ladies' outfits are starting to get sexier and sexier to the point where I think we once called it Ho-Loween or something <laughs> oh, like that. Jesus. That's a bit much, eh? That's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Or the worst thing is, you've got a beautiful house. I got to see it this year. Thank you. Uh, I, went, you know, I went down to Ottawa, popped in to see him. And uh, the only thing is, Steve, it's a it's a bad deal. Because uh, your your property is you know it's many many acres right and and the, your next neighbor is I, I don't know like half a kilometer away all right yeah. that's the sort of hood you live in uh-huh. if you're a kid you know so today probably I guess I guess it'll be uh, today's the twenty seventh when we do this eighth ninth so so Halloween's on a Sunday I think so probably on Friday Steve the kids will all dress up remember in in school in elementary school well wear your Halloween outfit. Okay, you get to wear it to school and, and everyone's, you know, showing up and going, this is great because they, you know, they live in a hood, Steve, with zero lot lines. Okay, so if you live in that hood, 
This is fantastic for Halloween. The poor little bugger Steve who live in your hood going, this is great, okay? If I really kill it, Stevie, okay, if I really bang it out this year, kids who live in your neighborhood, I'm going to get to four houses, okay? I'm going to get to, it'll take me an hour. To, you know, it's going to, you know, it's about, it's about a four-hour deal, and I'll get to four houses, okay? Not fair. The poor kids who live in your neighborhood on Halloween, we not would, a good deal. Not we a would, good deal. We right? would hit the road. We'd bring them to Barhaven or something like that. In fact, when we were, we were in Barhaven for 20 years when our kids were re- real young, and we had friends, a couple, who had two beautiful little girls, and they lived out near Fallowfield and, uh, and kind of same scenario. They might, they might hit eight houses. So they'd come trick-or-treat with us, and they'd have a hundred times more candy when they did that. Sure, so lot, of course. A lot more fun, yeah. for sure. That's what I'd do, though, if I still had young kids here. But that, would, that was always our thing, though. We've been here now for five years, and last year we kind of gave up. For the first four years, we had a, a good-sized bowl of candy, and we basically vowed by year three and four that if one kid came to the door, they're getting the whole bowl. Right. <laughs> but we've yet to right. get one kid so far. So the people I don't like for Halloween, Stevie, the candy givers. Right. Okay. The people who are handing out candy. Uh, the, the leaving a note on the door. Okay. With please just take one. <laughs> Good luck. No, 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 no. You got to, you got to stay home for Halloween, Stevie. You got to, you got to be home. You got to answer the door. You've got to explode with excitement when you see the kids come to the door. Right. Or uh, because I never did. I, I, you know, I like you. Uh, people were afraid eventually, Steve, to come to my house for Halloween. It was the don't go to the Jerome's because I would take down the lazy kid, Steve. Okay, with the outfits, we've talked about that before. Okay, don't don't do it. Okay, you're getting. In fact, what I did, Steve, where the kids just show up in their their normal day to day outfit, and they've got a, a a little pin on their chest of a Santa Claus, and I'm going, what? You got the wrong night here, pal. What 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 is it? No, no, I'm, it's Halloween, man. What's your outfit? I'm Santa Claus. So here's what I did, okay? Not only, Steve, are they not getting any candy, okay? I ripped the pillowcase out of the kid's hand and dumped a bunch of his candy into my bowl to give out to the other kids. Oh, Darn, nice. See you later, okay? <laughs> Off you go, Stevie. That's the move, folks, okay? You know, part of this show, Steve, is the great advice that we get to give this fantastic listener that we have. So that's the move. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get two or three of these kids who show up with, with no trick. Or, they just knock on the door, Steve, and hold out the bag. So if they, if they got a shitty outfit, okay, a lazy outfit, they go lazy, man. You just grab the bag and dump the shit into your bowl, and off they go. Right. Off they go. That's the. And you're setting yourself up for a pretty good trick it. there, though, as with the Larry David famous Halloween sketch. Trick or treat. How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen? Thirteen? Yeah. Yeah. You look more like sixteen or maybe no, even seventeen. No, no, thirteen. You're thirteen? Yeah. Where's your, where's your costumes? I'm being my sister. You're being your this sister. This is my teacher. Yeah. Candy. Hello. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't think so. Are you kidding? It's no. Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're entitled to just go around to people's homes and bilk them out of candy. Are you kidding? Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Those, those girls. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why would they do something like that? 
Because I didn't give him candy. That's right. why. You're standing at the door with a bowl of candy. Why can't you? Because I give don't think 17-year-old girls with no costume on. They didn't have a costume on. You shouldn't be allowed. Who cares? They were just using Halloween to get candy. Who cares? It's I Halloween. Just you, give them candy. Just use the holiday for your own selfish purposes. Oh, so what? So what? So you'd rather have them toilet paper your house? Well, now? I didn't know that it was going to be felony a treat. I thought it was, I don't think the trick extended to felonies. Why would it kill you just to give them a few pieces of candy? I don't understand that. Because there's got to be some kind of cutoff, shouldn't there be, for Halloween? To well, what is with be... you and your cutoffs? And your shouldn't there be in should there well, be well, care? Well, are gonna be 40? Trick or treating at 40? Do I have free candy? I'm 40 years old. I want free candy. <laughs> so, so funny. But I, I actually had one guy come. He must have been 17, 18, and he showed up with mechanics overall overalls on. Yeah, and uh, he said, I said, Who are you? Who are you? Uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman? <laughs> Is Dennis Rodman a mechanic? What? What are you talking about? Yeah, no effort. Okay, Steve, no chocolate bar. Okay, that's Fair. the way it goes. Okay, that's 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 what you need to know. So don't show up in my house with some lazy ass excuse of an outfit. You got to give it. You got to try. Yeah, and, and don't be showing up at like four o'clock in the afternoon. I think I think the my timelines are 530. I'll accept you after 530, not before. Yeah, you know, you have that's to have a chance to have dinner. Okay, 530. That's the earliest I can do. And I, I'm thinking 8 p.m. is the cutoff. And the other one is, Steve, in your hood, you might want to go, you know, ahead of time um, and just check with your neighbors going, hey, Scooter, what what are you giving out this year? Okay, you embarrassed me uh, five years in a row here mm-hmm. with the full-size chocolate bar, okay, the can of pop, uh, you know, whatever, what, you know, uh, $10 voucher to, to freaking Walmart or whatever, you know, what, you know, knock it off. I, 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 I. I deal with them, Steve. You're not doing that, okay? You're not doing that. And if you're gonna, you're gonna get enough for me to give that out, right? You're so not, when you're a kid, what, what what's next? Does a kid get to sit down to a five course meal when he shows up at your house? Right? <laughs> I got steak and home fries, okay, and uh, you know everything and the the all the candies, dessert. You know, knock it off, knock it off with the the really nice things to give kids. Oh. Was that Norm Macdonald bit where he's spoon, spooning mashed potatoes into kids' bags and stuff? <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, so good. Because the no, yeah, because his deal with Norm Macdonald, the, the holidays are too close together. Steve, Thanksgiving and Halloween, it should be called Thanksgiving, where you just <laughs> you just lambaste them with gravy and potatoes and throw it into their sack. <laughs> Uh, very good. My anyway. least appreciated as I was a kid, my least appreciated treats were, well, apples for one. Yeah. Bad deal. Which got banned after a while because there was like probably one story of something that was placed in, you know, a, a finishing yeah, right. nail or a razor blade was stuck into the apple and some kid bit into it and went, ow. A finishing nail. <laughs> I don't know. Something. <laughs> some guy takes his nail gun and pops one into each apple. Fitchum, fitchum, fitchum. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Trick or treat. Uh, uh, but uh, we're old enough to have remembered people putting apples in there and like nobody ever appreciated that. No. And it was the other one that's only, they're actually, I think they're only in Canada and they only come out at Halloween, either candy kisses or Halloween kisses. Oh, right. Those, yeah, those yeah. rock hard little molasses taffy or something. And they always have the, I think they're curs that make them. Kerr, K-E-R-R. And, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And so I think they're only at Halloween and they 
they might well be 50 years old. They may have originally been made back in the 60s. Right. And if you are giving the apple, Steve, back in the day, okay, you're not dropping it, okay, the two and a half feet into my bag. So I end up with the bruised one. Yeah. Okay. You're going to place that shit into my bag, sir. Okay. Right. So take that apple back. Okay. Yeah. The bruised apple. What a treat. Well, that's nice. Yeah. When I get home. Anyway. Which, uh, which was the, what was the, what was the gold standard for you? When you got your bag, you held it out and they threw this in there. You were most excited by what candy? Well, my neighbors were really cool. They, uh, I was young, but the Mickey of Scotch that my uh, <laughs> my neighbors gave out, Stevie, that was a strong one. That was a strong one. Okay. okay. So me and another, my brothers and sisters. Another piece got of the puzzle falls into place. Yeah, this is a long process when we had to go home and dump our bags onto the floor, and our mother would would you know start to look at this stuff and pull things away that weren't she wasn't you know going to allow us to eat. You know that whole scene. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had my brother Paul and Mary Lou. Uh, you know, we'd have to sit around and my brother, Joey. So the four of us have to sit around there. So, so, you know, getting hammered made it a lot easier when my mom came to take, some, right, go ahead, go ahead, take it, take that away, mom. Yeah. Yeah. The little, <laughs> this little, little 13 ounce of J and B scotch TV was the best. Yeah. I love that neighbor, Steve. <laughs> the Jerome kids have gone out as drunks again this year for Halloween. <laughs> as, as hobos, Stevie, as we call them back in the day, as vagabonds. <laughs> All right, let's get into some sports talk. We'll do that coming up right after these words. And happy Halloween, everybody. Are you getting back to life and don't have time to review your insurance policies? Do you want me to have a look at it for you and see if you're properly covered? I'll take a professional look at it and let you know what I see, and you make the decisions. Text 8606008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your passion for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles and for your comfort. If you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for that demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or jimkford.com. And what was the last thing I wanted to say? Oh, yes. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell a family home last year. He set up a budget to help us out with painting, cleaning, staging, and even updating our ceiling lights for us. And he can do the same for you. We ended up with multiple offers and the home sold for well over asking price. A great experience. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. So Don Cherry still got a podcast going these days, and he's still wow. doing the same stuff. Is he 100? Jesus. Uh, he's pushing 90. I think there's no question about that. And it's still a good podcast. I always like to hear his stories about the past. Sure. But he will not let go of that dress code thing. And now that his favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's a, it's a big conundrum for him, I'm sure. His favorite team is the Leafs, but he also loves the dress code. You know, we knew on Hockey Night Canada, one out of every five episodes of Coach's Corner would be him either admiring a team for their dress code or admonishing a team for their dress code. Well, he's not a fan of the Leafs' new business casual dress code this season. I'll get off it, don't Yeah, no. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's getting amusing, actually. He actually singled out Austin Matthews for his choice of pregame outfits. said... I'd like to talk about Matthews for a minute. 
the leading scorer last year, leading scorer of the whole league. Rocket Richard, now everything's going good. He used to be dressed well. I'd have to say him and Lundquist were one and two in getting dressed up. Pretty sharp guys. <laughs> Evidently, it was pretty tough to him for him to get dressed. $10 million, he can't get dressed. So you see him coming in now. He used to come in with Marner all the time. Now he comes in alone. And he can't say he's a slob. It just looks like he's going to a barbecue or something like that. And I just don't understand it. So yeah. apparently, the Leafs' woeful start is all about what they're wearing to the rink. Yeah. Possibly the dumbest take ever. Really? What's next, Don? You're going to come on and go, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what there, Stevie, Jimmy. Uh, these kids should be wearing skidoo boots, okay, <laughs> when they go to the rink, okay? Maybe skidoo boots and a plastic lunch pail. Okay, let's get back to those days. All right, we should do that. Maybe those thin little rubber pants, Stevie, that your mom put over your your pants. Let's okay, let's get back to that. Okay, can we? Maybe a safari suit. Okay, a velour jacket, velour pants, Stevie, with some hush puppies. Can we get back to that, Steve? Show a little respect, Toronto Maple Leafs. That's 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 no Don. No, no, exactly. No. And we've just actually introduced this story so we could do both do uh, bad Don Cherry impressions. Yours wins, yeah, by the true. way. Yours yeah. wins. No, uh, certainly. Yours was, yeah, mine was good. Yeah. Anyway, his favorite player, of course, is Bobby Orr. And on this date in history, 1978, Bobby Orr scored the final goal of his NHL career. It happened in Chicago's 7-2 win over the Red Wings. And you're asking yourself, how do you get your final goal in the month of October? Well, that would be the final year of his career. He had to quit midseason because of all the knee injuries. And in preparation for the show, I go back and well, mostly because I like doing going back and looking at old NHL clips from the past. And I found a clip of Bobby Orr taking on the Detroit Red Wings where he suffers a knee injury. And, and I showed you the video like, yes, that was just, it was like, it was like frontier justice, the old wild West or something. Clearly Bobby Orr at that stage of the game. And it looked like something from the sixties. I mean, it was a clear situation where, well, this this kid's flying around and making me look bad. And the Red Wings were out there in one of the great acts of thuggery. It seemed like every player on the ice wanted to blow Bobby Orr's knee out right? before Frank Mahovlich finally did. Wasn't it gross to watch that as Orr charges up the ice? They're all running in his knee. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. You forget how bad it used to be. So bad. You know, so bad. It's like sending a guy onto the ice going, hey, I just read an article today that Bobby Orr is nursing a terrible knee and there's not much, you know, one more little bad hit uh, and you could end this unbelievable career. Okay? Uh, Not unbelievable. What did I read today? Yeah, perhaps the best hockey player ever. Yeah. Okay? So here's what you do. Go smash his knee. Get out there, okay? Let's end this beautiful career, okay, With, with hammering him on his knee. Watch the video, folks. Watch it. It's yeah, and crazy. I always think of I always think of, uh, and I know we're talking old school, and probably anybody under forty is going, Ugh. but everybody right. knows Bobby Orr and the knee problems. Well, Frank Mahovlich was not a small name in the NHL, and he played on that '72 Summit Series team, for example. He was well known as a as a very good player in the game. I, I'd never heard that about him that he would be willing to do something like that. Like he he very clearly, if you watch this old video. Of, uh, of this incident, he finishes off Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr is coming across the middle. Frank Mahovlich is lining him up. His leg comes out good and early, and his game plan is to clean out that knee. And I did not know Frank Mahovlich was that kind of player. Yeah. 
It's what I always think, Steve, what it's teaching the kids when they see that, you know? So what's the, the kids are going to, oh, I see. Okay, that's the way you do it. Okay. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to school because, because Kevin Gallardo, okay, has diabetes. So let's go there and and let's rip that insulin pump out of his, uh, out of his side, Stevie. Okay, let's do that. Wow. That's that's what you do, Steve. (laughs) That's harsh. (laughs) Okay, that's what we're going to do. I was watching the Bobby Orr game last night. Okay, that's what they're doing, just hacking away at his bad knee, trying to end his career. So why don't we do that? Yeah, we're going to. Let's go to the hospital and take the oxygen prong, Steve, out of everyone's nose. Am I going too far? Maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> but you know what? If it happened today, there'd probably be a, uh, you know, Mahovlich could probably think about a, a strong $5,000 fine or something nasty like that. Uh, I, as we fast forward to today, P.K. Subban got a league maximum $5,000 for dangerously tripping Calgary Flame forward Milan Lucic on Tuesday night. And it's just like you were saying earlier, like why bother five grand? Like how can that possibly be a league maximum? I just, I just don't understand that. And, and from both sides, like the league should want their star players taken care of. Sure. You, you, and the NHLPA should want the same thing, but somehow they arrived at $5,000 as the league maximum for fines it just makes right. no sense at all and in this case Subban gets less the benefit of the doubt because we talked about this in a recent episode it was just last week where or maybe maybe longer than that it was actually a preseason thing I think but it wasn't that long ago a couple of weeks maybe Subban basically kicks the feet out from underneath Ryan Reeves we thought Reeves had broken his leg on the play if right. you recall right um and he, I don't think he got anything for that and then he does basically a worse example of that on Lucic just basically kicks his back leg out from underneath him and uh, awful stuff. And and if you're a repeat slew foot guy, you should be getting something. Yeah, I totally agree. Disagree. Wholeheartedly disagree with, um, and, and you, you help us so much with the suspendables that OV hit on the guy. I think we talked about it yesterday where, where I said it ticked all the boxes for suspension. I'd agree. And, and Ru- Russ get on there. We sent him the video and Russ looked at it and goes, Oh no, he's gliding from the from the top of the circle. Okay, so it's not you know he because he's a big two hundred and thirty pound guy, so it's not his fault that he was gliding. I said, Russ, he's gliding from twenty five feet out okay? after skating a million miles an hour to get to that. Point. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a, yeah, I didn't like Russ's take on that thing, and and no repercussions from this guy, Steve. Okay, there's no retribution. Right? There was nothing, and. The, the, I don't know. They, you know what they should do, Steve? What's that? Is they should, the five grand fine. They should just say, uh, and it would, it would be laughable, but it's, it's the equivalent of the five grand being laughable is go, uh, Subban, slow repeat offender, $8. Okay. <laughs> eight bucks for Subban. Uh, okay. He's going to get eight. Uh, dude, the other guy got $12, Stevie. Okay. Cause it's the second time he's done it and, uh, work some OV, change in there too, like $12 yeah. and 17 cents or something. That's right. Ovi's going to get an $18 and 71 cent fine. Okay. <laughs> Terrible what he did. And he injured that guy. Really? Thirty-one fifty for that Stevie. Okay. $31 and 50 cents. We got to start to teach these guys a lesson. Yeah. Stevie. That's, they yep. might as well do that, Steve. They I might agree. as well. 
you know? Yeah, this is couch change for these guys. It makes no sense at all. And uh, it goes to the NHL He's grounded. Players. He's grounded. He's not going to be able to use the car tonight. Yeah. Okay, Stevie, that's what they should do, right? Take yeah. the car keys right out of his hand, Steve. He'll have to get a ride home after the game. That's, and the yeah. fine goes to the NHL Players Emergency Assistance Fund, which provides money to former players and their families who are in need. All the more reason to jack up the price tag a little bit, to put a little money into that thing. Because among those in need are probably guys who have massive concussion issues. And as a, as a result, struggling. And, right. you know, situations where guys are doing this stuff lead to those situations. So jack it up well, a little bit. Even that one, Steve, when I hear it, you know, that the it goes towards a fund to help players in need, you know. The the day of the NHL player, Steve, being financially in need is kind of done. Mm. Okay. It's 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 kinda it's kinda done, Stevie. Okay. Well, I like, see like exhibit the guys a started Joe making Murphy. the big cash. What's that? Exhibit A Joe Murphy. Well, fine, but that's a while ago. Yeah. yeah get, I guess, just an I guess example. That. Lots of guys that guess, are have have frittered away all their money. Uh, and you know, some guys have, you know, had CTE. We've had situations where we've had suicides, way too many of those and their families potentially are in need at this stage. Absolutely. So not just the players. Absolutely. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, that's that, you know, but Steve, if you want to help, you're right. If you want to help. Okay. You know, Subban's making, I don't know. What's he make? Six, seven, eight mil. I don't, I don't know what he makes. 10 mil. 10 mil. Okay. If you want to help, it's 50 K. It's 50K. Even Subban, who gave 10 million or something to a hospital in Montreal, might step up and go, I may, I may want to touch that up a bit. Okay. Yeah. To, exactly. to help other guys. So, all right. That's NFL all I got weekend. On that, Stevie. That's all I got on that as well. Um, and uh, also, as mentioned, Bobby Orr scoring his final NHL goal uh, on this date in history. Also, on the, I guess the 27th now, Guy Lafleur. He scored the first goal in his NHL career 50 years ago, which is, uh, I'm sure, making a good number of our listeners feel extremely old. Like Guy Lafleur <laughs> entered the fray and scored his first goal on this date 50 years ago. I'm curious, Stevie. I need to ask you something again. Okay. Uh, because the other day I was preaching about, okay, everyone, knock it off with the Houston Astros being big cheaters. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. It, was it really enough to, to, you know, the cheating, stealing signs and crap like that? Is that really enough to bury this team alive? Okay. And that was my take. And and you said, no, 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 they're cheaters. And I wonder, Stevie, you and I now have not talked about baseball. And I wonder if it's because I've, I had it on last night, the game, first game of the World Series. And I'm turning it on going, yeah, I don't like these guys anymore because they cheated. <laughs> so I got to take back what I was saying. It has completely taken the shines. And you know I like baseball, Steve. I got the games. I got the Blue Jays on all the time in my house when I'm home. Um, but I was watching it last night and couldn't help. Every time I, I looked at it, I kept in the, kept going to that same place. Hey, fucking cheaters. Cheaters. Right. Yeah, my love of baseball has so. really taken a hit. Like, I don't know what it is. But since we had and since COVID, I, I don't know. I, I, I just I'm more into hockey. I'm more into the NFL, and I'm yeah, almost the World watching. Series. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's the World Series right now, and I was a massive baseball fan. I called professional baseball for like four years um, when the Ottawa Lynx were here. I was the play-by-play announcer. I, 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 and as an Expo fan, I was as big as they came. But right, I don't know. It's just 
I watched the Blue Jays. I had a little, a little blip of interest when it looked like they were going to make it, and then they didn't. And I right. really have not watched very – and I apologize to all the baseball fans who listen to this program on the lack of baseball talk we've had. I just haven't watched enough of it to engage in any really intelligent conversation about it. Um, Braves are up one nothing in the series. I can tell you that much. But right. it just uh, – baseball's fallen off my radar lately, and I'm not entirely sure why. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's why. I, I can't speak for you, but I know it's for me. When I looked at it, I'm going, World Series, man. I'm going to sit down and watch this. As soon as I clicked it on, I went – Oh, it's the cheating Astros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah, not so much. You know, I'm I'm cheering against them because of that. You know, and so yeah. Back to the NFL for a second. I'm cheering against the Detroit Lions because they have a chance oh, to make on. history right now. Because they're in a bad place, Stevie. Come I on. know, I know, but I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. It's my nature to hate the Detroit Lions, a longtime divisional rival, and right. they really haven't been much of a rival. But they have a they still have a chance to become the second team in history to have or the first team in, in, in NFL history to have two winless seasons. The 2008 Lions were 0 and 16 and the Lions still have a shot to go 0 and 17. Of course, we have a 17 game season this year. So and you know what? The, the gamblers are lining up, taking chances on the Lions, putting up another winless season. Come on, Steve. You're a sports podcast here. You got to be a little more positive. You know, I am positive. I'm, I'm excited hoping... about this winlessness. <laughs> okay, I'll get on there too. I'll get. I'm going to look at the odds today for that. See what's see what it is. Good stuff. All right, let's take our leave. Any final thoughts today before we wrap things up for another podcast week? Mm. No, nothing. Eh? I'm giving my you should know by happy Halloween or something I give my final thoughts Steve at the beginning of the show you should know that I I talked extensively about getting rid of kids at Halloween okay that's enough don't don't we should cancel the whole affair okay Stevie just following up on my final thoughts Stevie we should just shut the whole thing down I'm tired of kids coming to my door wow freaking shit that's grim yeah, All right, no drive drive safely, everybody. Watch out for the kids out there. And we'll talk to you on Monday morning. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Trick or treat. We'll, Good night, we'll everybody. S- we'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.